Oh man, I'm sorry for cutting you off there. But hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Best of Five. <laughs> uh, my name is Elon, and we are here on another Tuesday with another episode. And as always, I am joined by my fellow cohorts, the Steve Ace King offsuit jerk, the main squeeze. How you doing? You're so pretty. And the most talented and hardworking person in the FGC. The purple sharpie. He's only saying that because I paid him to. But it's okay. It was worth it. Checks in Checked the mail, in right? clear. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like... I'm still waiting on that. Zell Why did you guys through. say it at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been hanging out too much. Uh, no, we haven't. It's never enough. Anyway, tonight on the show, we're finally going to talk about new Skullgirl stuff. We're going to catch up on all the stuff we missed last week because there was too much. The Olympics are happening. It's coming. Intel World Open is happening. It's coming. And turns out, it's not only FGC stuff. It's also Rocket League stuff. And Gran Turismo is also part of... Uh, I don't think they're part of the Intel Open, but they're part of the Olympics this year, too, which is crazy. Uh, Climax Night updates. We got Red Bull Kumite updates. Uh, we have entire... Esports teams rage quitting Tekken tournaments amongst a bunch of other stuff. But before we get to all of that, Mr. Steve Main Squeeze, Ice King, Offsuit, Jurek. What kind of king am I? Ice, ice king? king? Did I say Ice King? It, it, it sounded like Ice King. Oh, I, like, it also sounded starting... like Ice King to me. Oh, well, I said Ace King. So, you know who does pronounce things right is Blue, because they've been around for 31 months. Thank you, Blue. Blue. All oh, right, Guilty Gears this weekend. I forgot about that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Blue subscribed saying hashtag play Guilty Gear. That's this weekend. I forgot about it. Uh, anyway, before we get to any of this shenanigans, Steve, I do believe that you have a recap for us. I do. Um, let's talk about the Capcom Pro Tour. Let's talk about North America West. The first crack at uh, qualifying for Capcom Cup for players in the U.S. and Canada. And it's a familiar face who got the job done. Nephew held off Mira in the grand final to get the, the win. Uh, second year in a row that Nephew is your winner out of the North America West region. Uh, you see the rest of the top eight, a lot of familiar names, uh, Samurai, Commander Jesse, uh, Filipino Man, all three of those players made top eight last year. Uh, Alex Myers made top 16. He was my pick to make top three. Str uh, strong performance. You see JB, uh, Stupendous, uh, Donka Diaz, making top eight as well, so congratulations to them. And then Mortsy holding it down for Canada, making sure that the Maple Leafs have some representation in top eight. Now, Steve, my memory's a little yes. fuzzy, because I believe we made, we talked about this, the last time we talked about this was not last week. Feels like it's been months. Did we bet a pizza? I don't think we bet a pizza. I'll go back and, and check the tapes on that. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I think I just made a random bold prediction okay. that ended up not coming true. Yeah, because you picked Alex Myers. I feel like I picked Samurai. 
I don't remember. We'll have, anyway, we'll have to go. We'll check the tapes. Yeah, we started talking about that, and then we got caught up in all of the stuff around uh, Sarah Blast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that ended up uh, that ended up being a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Can I can I just say I love this shot? You're you welcome. know, I'm I'm just surrounded by goodness. I've got I've got a line up here. I got Sharpie down here. I've got. Is it that way? Nope, it's that way. I don't. My my left right is mirrored, so I get hit with the mix up every time. But I've got it's results good, right here. Oh man, it it is so good. It's so good. I'm happy you like it. Nestled right in there in the middle of the show, because you're the engine that makes this show run. I'm I'm no sort of engine. Uh, Alan, did did you get a chance to check any of this out? I did. I got to watch top 16 into top 8, and I got to watch a little bit of top 8, and man, it's crazy how fun it was to watch a tournament again after not watching one for a year almost, <laughs> if I'm going to be a completely frank. Uh, I think I just got really burned out on watching online tournaments, so watching NA West was super cool. Saw a couple roses in there, saw a couple people doing some crazy stuff, including Morty. Like completely uh, killing Stupendous with his Fong was kind of crazy. Also saw Stupendous uh, do some crazy shit to Morty. Sorry for the curse, but now my audio is uh, isolated, so you can just cut that out. Uh, so I can curse twice as much now. But oh, all no. this to say, all this to say, the tournament itself was super fun to watch. I kind of turned off commentary and just watched the game and I turned off Twitch chat and just watched the game and this isn't to sit, like as a, a dig to all the commentators because commentating is a skill that is extremely difficult and the people that were commentating are amazing but it was just one of those things where I just didn't want much context to the games and I think that's kind of how I'm enjoying fighting game tournaments nowadays just because I'm sure somebody's going to mention lag somewhere and it's going to mention that it's online, so it's not supposed to count or some shit. Sorry again. But. So I just turned everything off, focused just on the game, watched it on mute even, and I had a blast. It, it, like The matches were really good. I had a grand old time. The thing I didn't have a grand old time with is the fact that they did like the... Like there are too many breaks still in streaming. We need to figure that out. We need to make it. They need to make. They need to make money, Elon. You know, Look, like I, I'm not saying we shouldn't run ads and we shouldn't take breaks. I'm saying I think we need to be a little bit more creative with how we do things. But that's been kind of my gripe for years now, so we're not going to get into that. But anyway, all in all, super and cool it, to and watch. It's, and it's certainly a tougher challenge to do that uh, in an online setting where you have more natural stoppages in play because you mm-hmm. know when you're talking about going from one set to another offline you just unplug controllers you, you plug in controllers you've got and you're good you mm-hmm. literally have everyone you need 10 feet away mm-hmm. online environment you've got to go through uh, in some cases a lot more uh, especially for games that aren't necessarily set up for Okay, we're going to use this platform to stream 
our tournament, our online tournaments onto uh, Twitch and whatnot. So, you know, obviously there are some things you could do uh, programming wise uh, that, you know, weren't necessarily at the forefront of the thought process when when this game was in development. Yeah, um, this game is old. This game is almost it's, five it's years five old. Years. Six years old. Yeah. We're talking about already on the fifth season. You, you know, we weren't necessarily expecting this to be uh, a five-year game. But here we are. Here we are. <clears throat> Pardon me. Excuse me. Whoa. Don't die on us here. I'm not going to die because there's too much action to watch this weekend. I know. And It'd be Steve, great for views. It would be great for views. But, the drama. Uh, wow. St- Steve, wow. I have a question Y'all, for you. I, I No, you don't get to exploit my death for ratings. We'll talk about that oh, later. <laughs> we'll, we'll iron out the details later. <laughs> <laughs> what details? No. That's all the details. <laughs> We need it in writing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll do the... What's the thing where you just uh, do, like, a blood signature where you just prick someone's finger when they're sleeping? Just put their thumb on the dotted line? That sounds disgusting. I'd even. be more concerned about how much Elon has thought about this, honestly. That's concerning to me. <laughs> I mean... and That's just gross. And I regret saying writing. it a little bit. Here's your writing. What are you writing? See that. No. Oh, I can I can't see that, so that's not legally binding. It's because it's an audio <laughs> podcast on Spotify, which you should definitely be listening and following us on. Go to Spotify.com slash best of V show to follow us. I don't I don't think that's our I don't think that's uh, our actual actually link. our link at no. all. Please don't actually go to that link. <laughs> I don't know our link. I didn't derail yeah, it this time. We Wait, don't, did we I? don't have a, a, we I mean we're on Spotify. We just don't have the best of V show name on Spotify, you know, as a link. Mm-hmm. We do have that on SoundCloud though. Oh. Soundcloud.com slash best of V show, you find us there. Also, we've got the links on our Twitter, so if you follow us at Best of V Show, uh, you can find all the links to our Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all of that good stuff. Cool. And YouTube. We're on YouTube, too. And YouTube. Now, also, I, oh, go ahead. last plug, if you're watching this and you aren't subscribed to us on YouTube, please do, because once we hit 100 subscribers, then we can actually change our name so we could get possibly get the Best of Beat Show link, mm. which would be nice. So that's my little call to action there. I'm, I'm officially That'd a YouTuber. That'd be nice. All right, and who, nice. whoever is the 100th subscriber, you'll get a pizza from me as long as you're in the continental United States, and I can door dash it to your house. Let's go, pizza. Pizza. All right, I was not the one that derailed it this time around. However, we got tournaments this coming weekend, too. Yes, we need to look to the future, Steve. Let's look to that future because we've got another uh, CPT event to k- keep an eye on. Uh, Asia East. Uh, that is going to take place this coming weekend on Capcom Fighters. Uh, if you want more Street Fighter action, uh, there's also sets on Monday. That's going to be uh, Meta RD versus Shine mm. this coming week, which 
which would be interesting. Uh, if you're in the mood for Mortal Kombat, uh, Intercontinental Combat takes place this weekend. This is the eighth round, the final round before the regional finals uh, for Middle East and Europe and Australia. So definitely give that a check if you want to see some hype MK action. Nice. Who doesn't want to see hype MK action? Tell me now. Nobody. That's who. We might actually have another avenue for MK action. Oh. This oh. was teased today. Um, the Twitch Rivals account tweeted out a, a little two-second cl- uh, audio clip. And all it was was the MK11 announcer saying flawless victory. Hmm. So that does lead us to think that, yes, the next Twitch Rivals event will be Mortal Kombat based. It would be funny if that actually got us copyright infringement. Because <laughs> it, it could. Because it could, actually, now well, that I think about it. Paco Stevens is our homie. We'll reach out to him to see if we can talk to somebody over at NetherRealm Studios. We'll get it to him. <laughs> I, I just imagine someone talking to him in, uh, you know, in, at the office, like, I don't know nothing, man. Shoot, oh, Steve, you know what's going to be hilarious? You know what's going to be extra funny? <laughs> that's not on any recording, so that's just here on the live show. Oh, good job. Good, great, great job with that one. Boom. Um, Elon. You're welcome. I. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Twitch Rivals, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Twitch Rivals has been killing it with the FGC events. They did. We got Marvel. We had weightlifting not too long ago, thanks to Rick DeHado putting it up there. We had. What was the other one? KI? Yeah. Those Twitch uh, Rivals. You had Marvel Lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and it, and and it's you know with these rivals events, we've sometimes seen it be, um, you know, high profile Twitch streamers who aren't necessarily connected with the game, um, and we've seen ones where the focus has been primarily uh, hardcore tournament players. So, you know, I think there's value in both formats. Uh, it'll be fun to see which way they go, or if they go with some sort of mix between the two. Um, but yeah, it's just a nice way to get the game a little extra time in the spotlight. And why not? You know, why not have Twitch front some money for it? Uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, do we want to talk about Skullgirls now, or do we want to talk about Skullgirls later? I'm ready whenever. I love talking whenever? about Skullgirls. There's never a wrong time to talk about Skullgirls. I even have a little PowerPoint presentation ready that okay, I, well, I worked relatively hard on, I want to okay. say. Well, uh, I think we shouldn't delay this any longer because I think we were supposed to talk about this last week and we didn't. So Yeah, we were kind of busy last week. So, so well, well like there that. was a tease. That we knew it was coming. We didn't know mm-hmm. who that character was until after. But now it is after. Okay. And mm-hmm. who so, better to talk about new Skullgirls stuff than the owner of Play Skullgirls, 
dot com forward slash Sharpie PLS. That I, I butchered that link a lot. It's anyway. totally wrong. It's playskullgirls.sharpiepls.com to pick up the game, which is currently on sale right now on Steam. You can pick up the entire Season 1 pass with a brand new deal to the character, which we'll be announcing in a moment. Now, Skullgirls aficionados, I know you, like me, have been waiting a very long time for this moment. We have been hearing a lot of DLC. We finally got Annie. Hopes have been high. Tension rose as we were sitting there waiting them waiting for Future Club and Hidden Variable to announce Roxy. They did not, it didn't happen. Roxy was not at her moment yet, but we did get something amazing. We got a brand new character and, um, oop, I'm sharing the wrong thing. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to share another thing. Yeah, so, so how about we just okay, take a look at the trailer? Let's link that. I want ice cream too. Ice cream. We all want ice cream. Wait, wasn't there a character already named Umbrella? Yeah, she's part of the lore. That's the thing. There, there, there's like so many moments of, or so many bits of lore that have already been built up in the game Established. over the past. Yeah, yeah. The new Skullgirls character is Umbrella. Uh, her parasite is called Hungern, and Umbrella is a small character with big swings thanks to her living weapon, Hungern. While she is slow with limited movement options, she can use special moves to approach with some risk. Most of her attacks will involve Hungern in some way. Hungern will get hungrier as the match goes on or after performing certain actions, and his hunger level will influence his move properties. For example, if Hunger if Hungern is starving, normals that use him are slower, but moves that involve devouring the opponent are stronger. If Hungern is overstuffed, moves that involve him conjuring something from the depths of his stomach may have bonus effects. Hungern is quite ravenous and dangerous when he's hungry, but not yet starving. Expect to be rewarded if you can maintain this narrow window of power. And Umbrella players will have to manage Hungern's hunk hunger level or at least adapt to how her moves change based on hunger and state so there's a lot that we're really excited to see with umbrella and i have to say i absolutely have to say she looks really really good it looks like there's going to be a nice little balance between her and some of the other members of the cast and she's what i would like to call kind of a gimmick player right she's very circumstantial around this one play that she has which isn't really what a lot of other characters inside of the game have right now they have really nice overall kits but she's really really one of those characters that has a a, a weird wimbo, window for when she uh comes through Lab Zero, I'm sorry, Future Club Dev and Hidden Variable did announce when we're actually going to be able to see some of the first moments of Annie. The very first time that we're going to actually see her is in two months for Alpha. So those people who own the Season 1 Pass, which is once again currently on sale on Steam, go to playskullgirls.sharpypls.com to pick it up. It'll be available for you in two months. It'll be a really rough version, very, very rough copies, kind of like a sketch, like when Big Band, Eliza, and Robo Fortune all came out, as well as Beowulf. Um, all of it's going to change a lot, and you may even get a chance to see her brand new stage with her music as well. Beta and Early Access is what Annie is in right now, and that will be Q3 of 2021, when that's going to be available for everyone with the Season 1 Pass and Beta, and that's going to be a more finished version of what Umbrella will look like with some changes to probably how she plays and how uh, her damage goes. And then finally, she'll be fully released by the end of 2021, which is when you'll be able to get her if you have the Season 1 Pass. They also have hinted that we may see the third Season Pass character 
at that point as well. So I'm really, really excited about this brand new character. I love the launch that Future Club Dev as well as, well as Hidden Variable is doing. And I'm just a really, really big fan of getting new content for Skullgirls. Once again, you can get the game, which is currently on sale at playskullgirls.sharpypls.com. You want to get the season one pass, which is also currently on sale. In addition, they announced a bunch of brand new palettes to this brand new uh announcement of a character and you also get the annie dlc for free included that season one pass and just to add to all of that uh while and you were talking Skullgirls just tweeted out that uh Club is going no! to start, they're gonna start doing animation streams starting tomorrow oh. on the uh <laughs> yeah. future club dev uh twitch channel so Yo, I thought you were be... about to say something about a new character coming out. I was stressed. <laughs> I, I, I can't outwork you on on the Skullgirls <laughs> angles. You got me covered. You know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. 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 I, I, I was going to make some sort of Adam Schefter uh, slash Woj bomb uh, reference, but you know what? It's it's probably for the best that I don't. So go okay. ahead. So I want you all to be witness to what's about to happen here because I've been meaning to do this for a couple of months. Let's see. Here it is. Full girl second encore. Install. Next. Finish. Okay. Well, He's I'm doing gonna, it. Now I'm going to pause it because I want to stream the, <laughs> the bandwidth to stop. <laughs> but, uh, all right. I've... I'm, we're gonna reinstall Skullgirls when it's over. Uh, that's super, dude. I really like the idea of having the hunger meter not just be on or off, like uh, yeah, because that's been that's been a trope that's been in fighting games for a hot minute now, right? We had um, who's the who's the guy in Guilty Gear that has the diabetes that needs to eat? Oh my god, I don't remember. You you mentioned diabetes, and all I can think of is Wilfred Brimley. Who's the what's the guy's name? Sin, thank you. Sin. Sin where mm. you have like he has the the food meter and then when he runs out of food he gets dizzy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we have Nagoriyuki now in the new Guilty Gear where he has the blood meter where it's either not full or it's full. Uh plus like a bunch of other games where you have a meter that you have to manage and it's either doing the thing or it's not doing the thing. So the fact that she has stages yeah, and the fact that they said uh, you, you said in the uh, in the what's it called in the details that you were speaking about that there's an optimal area that you want to stay at and it's in the middle of it. I think that's super yeah. interesting that you can you have to you have to balance it, not just like turn it on and off. You know what I'm saying? So I do want to reiterate that all of these are uh, preliminary ideas for how the developer wants to you know showcase and make umbrella but it's all subject to change if anything inside the development changes so if uh eliza was originally supposed to have the blood mechanic that she has in the game now she didn't have that because of development problems specifically with the blood mechanic and it didn't pan out the way the developer wanted so i'm really excited to see how this thought process behind what goes into umbrella and hunger translates into the game and whether or not that's going to be well received by players i personally really like that mechanic as well because i feel like it's a lot like abba from guilty gear you know or like um kind of like uh 
Oleander from them fighting herds. Like, they all kind of had different levels, but the problem is it maxes out at a certain level. You know, you can just kind of spam it. It's kind of like an install-y character, like adult Gohan from Dragon Ball Fighters. you know? So all of these characters kind of have installs, and I feel like hers is important because it's not always the highest tier that works in every situation. So that's always really interesting to me personally, but... I'm super excited to see this in competitive play. I'm so, I can't even stress how excited I, I am to see the meta change with the addition of this character because it's changed so much with Annie just in the game now. Yeah, it's super exciting to see a community that's been so super into the game now get new stuff for the game. And I know we, we've mentioned this before, but this game is not over nine years old at this point. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're we're it's, we're talking about getting uh, content for this game into next year, into the ten year anniversary of Skullgirls. Who would have ever thought this was going to happen? Mm-hmm. It's definitely so, not a competition, but like one of these things that I like to remember is that like if you kind of take it with the Marvel timeline, which I feel like is the game that it's really really close to, not in terms of community, but just in terms of like you know play styles mm-hmm. and stuff. At the 10-year anniversary, the community was still very involved in it, but, like, Capcom and Marvel were not, you know? So it was, like, it's really nice to see the developers still care. And even if you look at, like, Street Fighter, Guilty Gear, all these other games, the developers have always moved on in, like, five or six years, and the developers consistently support the game. And in part, I really feel like that's due to the success specifically of Skullgirls Mobile and Hidden Variables uh, understanding and... uh, respect for the community the fighting game community not just the mobile community Mm -hmm. i think hidden variable caring a lot about the fighting game community in addition to the mobile community has really helped the ip of Skullgirls grow in ways that uh, other games may not have always experienced and so it's really honestly a blessing to be a part of a community where the developers the publishers and the community all care so much about this game and the universe that the game exists in you know yeah, I know. I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but that's all. That's all for our Skullgirls news. I'm really excited, obviously, to see this new character, and we'll keep everybody up to date as soon as we have more things to announce. Put Sharpie and Skullgirls and let her voice Roxy. There you go. Oh, God. Uh, call up uh, Hidden Variable. Get her in the. Get her in the. Fo- I was gonna say phone booth, but I meant voiceover booth. Yeah. Be, it would be, probably oh, be I mean... my room still. <laughs> I'd probably record yeah. everything here from my room. <laughs> yeah, if if we're doing it in the next few months, it might still have to be a phone booth. Yeah. Uh, I have a really nice closet. I have a very nice closet. That is the best place to record voiceovers. All the clothing catches the sound. Uh, speaking of catching sound, this isn't on the docket, but I do want to talk about this because I just remembered about it. When, like right, Literally right before we went live. Or actually, I think after we went live. But the Guilty Gear bait is this weekend. And I just yes, wanted to talk is. a little bit about that because I was gonna I was gonna say the tagline for the lyrics of the game, but we can't because it's cursing. Uh, say it, and nope. I'll just beep it. I'll nope. beep it. Nope. I'll beep it. I already gotta use the beep anyway. Let just say it and beep it. Nope. I'll beep it. However, say it, say it, or I'll say it. And I want you to have Ooh. the pleasure of saying it. So say it. I you say it. You say it. You say it. That is bull blazing. Thank you. Uh, 
Very, very well dictated. Uh, but not red. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, sorry. I'm, de I'm derailing everything. Guilty Gear, this weekend, we were supposed to have the game out already, but they pushed it back. We kind of mentioned this a couple of weeks ago that they were making fun of uh, Cyberpunk for pushing back so much, and they memed it out, and now look what's happening. However, the game is still coming out in June, uh, and they added another beta to see if they can fix a bunch of stuff, and we have dual stations, so it's not just going to be a free-for-all for that awful, 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 awful uh, matchmaking uh, screen. Or not matchmaking screen, the, the lobbies. Uh, there's actual dual stations now, so they're kind of reverting a little bit back. Uh, there's a lots of lots of balance changes. Every character is going to be playable, including Eno and Anji. Everybody's happy and excited. What else is there? I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I'm pulling this all out of the back of my brain. I can, PSA I can 2 go with New Genesis comes out this weekend as well. Uh, unrelated to fighting I games. But also a very good game that fighting games players should play. I can hit you up with uh, with uh, uh, start times if you want. Yeah, hit it. So I know the 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 client went live. You can download the client on your PlayStation fours as of last Friday. Yep. And PS fives. And PS fives. As as of uh, yesterday, I believe. So it was yesterday. I thought it was a Friday. Yeah. Anyway, you were probably more uh, right yeah, than I if, am. If you have the uh, previous, uh, the client from the previous beta, that should update automatically, but you can still go to the PS4 store or the PS5 store and download it. Uh, the beta starts for the U.S. Uh, it starts on Thursday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, those of you watching or listening in Europe, it will be fr 5 a.m. Friday, uh, CEST. 4 a.m. in the UK and 3 a.m. Uh, Greenwich Mean Time, mm. and that will run uh, for 60 hours. So, so it goes, yeah, from Thursday night to Sunday morning in the U.S., uh, early Friday morning to late Sunday evening in Europe. Exciting. Especially because everybody's been kind of hungry for Guilty Gear, right? I was just thinking, we yeah. were talking about how we were reacting, or how, not how we were reacting, how we were reminiscing about going to tournaments and reacting to reveals. Uh, and, man, I'm pretty sure everybody was thinking that we'd have Guilty Gear by now. Everybody was going to be, you know, uh, have their hearts blazing. Yeah, my RAM was going to be nice, and not just her feet gross i uh, mean neutral game i mean footsies do do, do you want to share something with the rest of the class miss sharpie do you, no. you need to have that discussion footsies are gross that's why i play milia anywho <laughs> i'm kidding i don't play milia not anymore at least oh man. uh but this uh, is an open beta, by the way. I should mention yeah. that. So I was, first I was one was <laughs> first one was only open to people who pre-ordered. Now this one is open to everybody. So no excuse for you to not give uh, this game a try at some point this weekend, unless you're busy. Then you mm -hmm. have an excuse. Yeah. Also, I do want to mention one thing because I literally just found out about this, but a while back I got a refund from PlayStation. For $64 and a couple of cents. And I was very confused. I was like, 
Why is PlayStation giving me a refund? Turns out that if a pre-order that you made gets delayed, they refund it for you and they cancel the pre-order, so you have to pre-order it again. So, if you pre-ordered and you got yourself 64 extra dollars in your bank account from Daddy PlayStation, go ahead and pre-order again, if you want. If not, I don't know, just wait for the game to come out or something. Or uh, use it to subscribe here at your favorite podcast at Best of V Show. Yeah, you can give 10 subs with $64. Or you and can you follow us have on money Spotify for, for free. And you still have money for pizza later. All right. Now that I've derailed the show enough, and we talked a little bit about Guilty Gear, I do want to talk about, since we're, since we're already on the anime uh, wagon, the anime train, the anime airplane, let's go ahead and talk about Climax of Night. Because we got some new developments from Climax of Night. Don't we, Steve? We, we, we do. We knew the general vicinity of when it was taking place. They did say it was going to be in November, but they did not give a specific date. However, uh, this past weekend they did. Uh, so that is going to take place uh, on November 21st, 20th and 21st, excuse me, in Atlanta. Uh, mm-hmm. So you've got uh, registration will be open soon, not yet. Uh, but keep an eye out for At Night's Climax. Uh, that is going to take place at the Crown Plaza Atlanta Midtown. So, wow. if you head down to, to the ATL, uh, hopefully you'll see me there. Fingers crossed. No guarantees. Who'd have thunk, who'd have thunk we'd see a tournament in this, the year of 2021? After the first half of 2021. (laughs) Who would have thought the very first tournament would be a tournament that literally started like three or four years ago from the Undernight community Mm -hmm. and Melty Blood community where the biggest meme was how small of a game they were. Who would have thought they would have been one of the very first people back before we even got an Evo? (laughs) From the bathroom to the Crown Plaza. We made it. Yeah, I say we, we can't. No, in all seriousness, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they've come very far, and I'm really, really proud of Shinobi and his mm-hmm. team for uh, setting all of this together throughout all of this at a point in time when there's so much uncertainty, they're able to create a very, very beautiful hub for a, a community that definitely deserves it. For sure. No, I totally agree. Uh, I should also note uh, that they've got four games announced. Uh, and they have player caps on each game. So, uh, Gundam Maxi Boost On is capped at 32 teams, so 64 players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dengeki Buko Fighting Climax is also capped at 64. Melty is capped at 96. And Uni is capped at 192. So, this isn't going to necessarily be a thousand person major. But um, good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we're ready for that yet. Here's Probably my thing. Not. Here's what I think about it. I think that there is a lot of organization that went into this, and ultimately, the fact that they're putting caps on it that uh, you know don't really showcase. Hey, here's all of these players that we want here. Show that one, they're taking the pandemic very seriously. Mm-hmm. Two, that there is a lot of organization going on behind the scenes because they know exactly how much um, how much utility and how much staff they have ready 
to organize this event and run this event. And three, they really, really, really do respect people's health. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like I need to reiterate that again. It's so obvious from these numbers. They could very easily have just been like, no player cap, open registration, 300 players, and make a bunch of money and sacrifice everyone's health and safety. But the fact they're not doing that is so beautiful. Yeah, they had two years ago, uh, they had 200, they had almost 240 players. That was two years ago. Just imagine mm -hmm. yep. how much hunger there is. It's A, within the uni scene, but B, uh, you know, people, the growth of Climax of Night has just been so good to see because it's been a community. It, it, it's not someone throwing tens of thousands of dollars uh, into it, hundreds of thousands of dollars into it. It's not someone who's been able to you know, have big esports uh, marketing dollars thrown behind it, or being part of a major pro tour. It's them. It's it's them doing it the old school way. It's hey, here's a game. You know, we want to run our games. Here's a venue. Let's do it. Okay, it went well. Tell your friends. We'll do it again. It went well. They're gonna tell their friends. And 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 seeing the growth year over year has been awesome to see and i think there's real real hunger for uh in the uni community to come out and you know especially for climax especially when they have the opportunity to shine um you it it, it it's sort of like uh you you see the sort of si uh similar sort of thing at combo breaker uh for a lot mm -hmm. of games you see the same thing uh for the doa scene with biggies events where they you know, there's a feeling of respect that, that, you know, it's not just a tournament. It feels like a big deal there. It is a big deal there. And the community wants to, you know, rally around that and support that. So I, if there was no cap and there obviously no, no COVID, I think you they could probably do double that for uni. I feel like very easily, if not for all of the quarantine and pandemic requirements this year, I think they very easily could have broken three, very easily 4,000 mm -hmm. restraints, even even just like without everyone really hungering for tournaments. I think just because of the reality that they run really like freaking good tournaments, you know, like they're very they're on time. They are clean. Uh everything you're you're updated and transparent the entire time in the games that are there. They make sure the games there are given respect. It's things like that really do come back and help the tournament experience. And it just it's so much easier to be like, okay, I'm gonna play it tool at pools between 6 and 7 or 6 and 8 p.m. And then we're going to go out for dinner at like 10 p.m. Like having that type of schedule and understanding when you're going to be playing is so nice for the tournament experience. It's so beautiful. There's just it's so great to see tournaments like that, that, like you said, Steve, came from the community doing well still, especially throughout these tumultuous times, because that's not everybody's story, unfortunately. Yeah, very true. The other thing, too is am i mistaken do i remember us talking about how the new melty blood is going to have an exhibition there or am i making that up i feel like you're making that up okay what did we talk about the new melty that'd blood be really cool though uh, it, if french it, bread it, did recognize climax of the night and start doing exclusive releases there that'd be really awesome if the developers were to reach out to shinobi 
and his group to do something like that and facilitate it, it'd be really fantastic. And I'm sure the community would appreciate it. But I don't believe that that's news that yeah. we've been able to publicly corroborate. Hmm. Yeah. We, we talked about that being a possibility. Oh, okay. Because it's coming to consoles. So, Got it. Um, but... Uh, it would yeah, be the not, logical not, next no step, but we that. can't confirm it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just assumed that it was happening because it's such a logical step. Mm-hmm. Hint. Uh. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, do we want to say anything else about Climax tonight? Any, anything Shout out to Shinobi and his staff. Yeah. Shout outs to everybody working on it. Shout outs to Michigan Masters for working on it. Shout out to Yaze's team for working on it. Shout outs to everybody that's working on that team, both in front of the camera and behind the camera. For sure. I couldn't have said it better. I can't really say anything better, to be honest. Uh, all right. Play Melty Blood. Play Melty Blood. Okay. We missed out on a lot of trailers last week. Let's just knock them out of the park, shall we? Should we should we go down the list? Uh, let's go. So, so let's start at the beginning. Um, SNK actually took a week off from revealing uh, King of Fighters characters because they wanted all the shine on Sam's show. Oh. Uh, the, the release of a new character for Samurai Showdown. We knew who was coming, but here is a look at uh, Hibiki. Oh, spoilers. Oh, it's Hibiki. <laughs> uh, big ups to Sam Show. Hibiki looks dope. I'm going to definitely be reinstalling that game, just like I reinstalled Skullgirls. I'm going to be playing a lot of fighting games in this coming month. What's next, Steve? We got a bunch of these. Uh, so last week, uh, they SNK went back to King of Fighters trailers, and we simply didn't have time to cover this one because... So much happened. We talked about so many things. Uh, but character number 15 for uh, KOF was announced. Let's see who that was. Which which one was but, it? And I won't spoil. Uh, it was the one character. It starts with a C? Yes. Okay. So, spoiler alert, it starts with a C. Who's this guy? Oh, it's Chris. Oh, how could I have forgotten Chris? Ooh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> this character, this character looks like a Marvel character in a in an SNK game. Like, am I wrong? Oh wait, stop that. Okay, <laughs> I shouldn't say Marvel because he definitely wasn't in the air more than he was on the ground. I should say he looked more like an anime character. You know, an anime fighting game character. So, Q-Ball in the chat is saying that this character was a nightmare in KOF 98. Mm, makes sense. Let's hope they're a nightmare again, because that's who I'm playing. All right. <laughs> we have more King of Fighters, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, this is the most recent trailer. And we, we thought, well, which, which character is it going to be? And the answer is, it's not which character, but which characters. Plural. Plural. Because there's two of them. Spoilers. Whoa. Oh, it's, uh, what's his name? Rio? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, I wasn't memeing before that Rio's actually in the game? Yeah. That's funny. Oh, and it's, uh... Oh, oh how could I forget Robert? I, I, I'm... Oh, it's Team Art of Fighting. That's awesome, with King in there. So we are talking about... So here's my question. Is this double reveal simply to catch up for the week that was missed two weeks ago in terms of KOF? Or are we looking at the clock and saying, hey, um, we might be here a while if we only do uh, one at a time. Let's, let's pick it up a little bit. Let's pick it up a little bit. Wow, did they listen to what I said last time? <laughs> uh, but, but I was getting frustrated of getting one character a week. Uh, and that's not just me getting frustrated at one character a week. It's me getting frustrated at not having my hands on the game. Uh but I think maybe it's a, oh, we skipped a week, and we had a very strict yeah. schedule. Let's just double down. Eh? Uh, still can't wait. I, I like it. I feel like it showcased the characters better, because it kind of mm -hmm. showed each one and gave an answer to the, to, the, to the moves as well, which I always like to see more interaction in uh, character showcases, but I, I'm not, I, I'm really pulling hairs here it was it was good <laughs> it was good regardless i think all of their showcases have been really really phenomenal yeah no it's it's cool to see how the trailer the art of editing a trailer whoever is doing these keeps getting better and better every time i love seeing improvement over time and that just makes my brain mm -hmm. happy seeing these trailers makes my brain happy good stuff give them a clappity clap so so we still the game is still listed as coming out in 2021. Mm. So there's about 28 weeks from here until crisp uh, until uh, Thanksgiving. So you have to assume that if the game is going to come out, they want it out for that holiday season for 2021. So they've mm. still got some time if they're going to do. Uh, the one character a week thing, uh, but I, obviously that depends on how how big the final roster or the initial roster, the final initial roster, yeah. which sounds uh, counterintuitive, but how yeah. big is that going to be? Well, maybe it's early 2022 or early 2021. You know, ever since Tekken established the early 2017 thing, uh, I feel like Guilty Gear is falling in line with early 2021. Capcom has fallen in line with early 2021. Everybody's fallen in line with early, insert your name here. Uh, so who knows? Who and of knows? course you'd rather, yeah, you'd rather, you know, you're fine with a game being delayed mm -hmm. as long as it comes out good. Yep. Um, so absolutely, you know, if, if, if the end result is it does get postponed to 2022, I don't think people are going to mind all that much yeah. at the end of the day, as long as uh, SNK comes good and shows that the wait is worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just don't don't be like Duke Nukem, you know. Don't don't do that because that was a rough that was a rough release that we were waiting too long for. Yeah, that was sad. Duke do you Duke think anybody forever. will understand that reference? Do you Duke think Duke anybody forever? listens to our podcast will understand that reference? Is it the Duke at, Nukem at forever? Least at least two people will. At least two. 
So th- this is sort of this is sort of the weird part where you start to realize how old some of these game stories are, mm-hmm. and thus, yeah. you know, by association, how old you are. Oh no, I'm not old. Don't put that on me. Don't don't do that. No. I am. You know, you were, so Steve, you were talking about how. As long as KOF delivers a good product, everybody's going to be happy. I want to point out somebody who consistently delivers a good product, and we need to talk about them. And that's Red Bull Komite. They always mm. deliver such amazing invitationals. And it looks like we got an update on who's going to be there. On the who's who for the Red Bull Komite. The, the, bowl, the bowl carpet. So... Uh, when we talked about them last week, they had announced uh, eight players as eight. So it is a 16-player event. One player qualifying through a UK-only last chance qualifier, and that being um, uh, AKA Jones, who got in. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had eight players, or the other 15 would be invited, and they announced, they're announcing them one at a time. Uh since we last gathered together, uh, Red Bull announced five new names. Uh, Bonchan, Luffy, Phenom, and Takamura being four of the five. Uh, the other, not just as part of the roster, Red Bull Kumite roster, but also as part of Red Bull's roster. Uh, Oil King is now part of Team Red Bull. So, congratulations. Hmm. Interesting. So, congratulations to Doctor Oil King. Huh. First, yeah, first major event as part of the team is uh, Red Bull Kumite, I believe. Uh, excuse me. It wasn't. Uh, I think Gachikun did oh, that Gachi-kun a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Gachikun got picked up, and then like the first event was. Red Bull Kumite. I, I I might be I might be wrong on that, but yeah, mm-hmm. still good to see. Good to see. Uh, good to see players get sponsored. Yep. Yeah, especially with a company like Red Bull, man, they always seem to do so well by the players and by just everybody. So big ups to them. Uh, especially in an environment like this, where you know you don't have a ton of events to go to, mm-hmm. uh, or as you know, for this past year, any events to go to. So to yeah. see players still get opportunities like this, it's, it's great to see. Absolutely. Agreed. So looks like there's two spots left. Invitee number 14 and invitee number 15. Who's going to be in so, those two spots? The next couple of days is when we will find out who those last uh, players will be. Um, I'm thinking Hawaiian shirt man for sure. Man, he needs to be there. I agree. I started watching his stream, and I just have to say, I'm not a big fan, you know, of the Street Fighter play style. I mostly play anime games, but he has made that game so enjoyable for me. He really has, and he's one of the reasons why I've even started keeping up, honestly, with Street Fighter's mm-hmm. updates. <laughs> just, just, just so I can know more about his stream. I love it. Give me, man. give me Hawaiian man. Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt, shirt man. man. Put him, put him in. 
Somebody get a petition started. Send it over to Red Bull. Let him host. Like, shoot, just let him host the event. Make him one of the commentators. <laughs> you know what? Just have let him, him at the venue. On. Just have him at the venue. <laughs> let him let him so much better. Showing every before every single fight, he just says, "Oh yeah," like you know, like, <laughs> like the Kool Aid Man. Do. That's all he does. That's all he does. Have, just do that. <laughs> have him. Have him like host a red carpet. Oh, like man. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. this FGC event gets a red carpet. Just yes. so Hawaiian shirt man can can host can it I- and be like, it, it, I I would just love to see players who have no idea who I don't know if there's any left, uh, uh, who don't know about Hawaiian shirt man react to them. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like yeah. experience the man, you- the the joy the. The entire package that is Hawaiian shirt man. You know, fanatical milk is saying do a man on the street segment, and I think that's literally the best idea we've ever seen in chat. You don't even need to change the name; just call it Hawaiian shirt man on the street. Yes, (laughs) yeah, I would watch that. See, I would watch that. I would watch that him doing anything. I would watch him literally eating a cold bowl of milk with some microwave cereal. You know, I would watch him do it. Mm. <laughs> Why okay. is everyone so disgusted? It sounds very enjoyable oh, to me. God, what no. I was gonna say. <laughs> what I was gonna say no. is now that we've now that we've talked about Hawaiian Shirtman hosting uh, an FGC red carpet. I think for coming events, one of the big changes we need to have is we need to have a floral shaped carpet going into top eight day. So if we're at, like, for example, if we're at Evo, if we're at CEO, if we're at Combo Breaker, any big major day of morning of, put the put the floral carpet out. Have Hawaiian shirt man host the thing. Ask everybody who's who in the FGC. What's going on? I want to see Hawaiian shirt man do like a like a Joan Rivers like who's who at the red carpets type of thing. Who you wear? Who are you wearing? wearing? Oh, I'm wearing Combo Breaker 2018. You know, this jacket was an exclusive merch for supporting the event through their Patreon. I was a big fan of promoting the FGC. (laughs) Hashtag support FGC. And these earrings are courtesy of Next Hit Wins, you know. I would I would coming in with the Combo Dragon backpack. I would dominate that red carpet. I would come in (laughs) stunted every single week. I would be ready. Oh, my God. Pick up a sponsor for that segment. There you go. That's a free idea for everybody making a stream for an FGC major. You're welcome. Yeah, combo breaker. Yeah, combo breaker. That's how we doing it? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Speaking of how things are done, we found out that one thing is still happening. After not happening last year, the and that pandemic is open. Oh, what what did you think I was gonna say? The pandemic, oh, everything the pandemic. being locked down perpetually forever. I thought you were gonna say Whoops. we didn't think that was gonna Whoops. happen last year, and it happened Whoops. again this year. Whoops. Okay, sorry, I fixed it. A lot of uh, swipes. None of them left. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Intel Open, shall we? Because that's a thing that got re-announced. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the word? if if you'll remember uh, last year, Intel uh, 
partnered up with Capcom and uh, I forget the name of the company that's behind Rocket League uh, to announce the Intel World Open, which would be an esports event uh, associated with the Olympics. The finals would be taking place uh, in the Olympic Village just before the Olympics be, uh, were set to begin last year. Uh, players from all over the world going through qualifiers and coming down to an in-person finals in Japan. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen because the Olympics didn't happen and pretty much nothing happened in 2020. However, this past week, Intel announced that they are uh, bringing back uh, the Intel World Open for 2021 under a slightly tweaked format. Uh, so if uh, this will be online only, um, if we can take a look at the regions. Uh, so the world is going to be divided into uh, 11 regions, uh, North America, East and West, uh, Mexico and Central America, South America, so on and so forth. Everyone has a chance to participate in open qualifiers online. Uh, if you make it through the open qualifier, you're, you get to what's called a closed qualifier, which is other players in your region, some of the top finishers from the other open qualifiers. Uh, and then from there, you get down to the regional final. Um, where the regions get a little bigger uh, and the top eight players from each of those uh, events will take home a bit of money. Uh, how much money, you ask? Well, we've got that covered. Uh, you're talking about $250,000 in prizing over the entirety of the competition. Uh, in each game. Uh, I'm not sure how the breakdown is for uh, for Rocket League, but this is the breakdown for Street Fighter. Uh, first place in most regions will get you $7,500. Uh, if you win the Japan slash South Korea region, it's $8,000. Uh, the host nation region getting a little bit of a sweeter pot. Uh, second place, you take home five thousand, uh, three thousand for third, and so on and so on, so forth through top eight. Now, if you are looking to register, uh, registration will open on Saturday, the fifteenth, and that will go through the thirty-first. Uh, open qualifiers will start on June first, uh, depending on where you live. There will be specific days. Uh, for each region, and I'll throw the link to that in chat in a little bit. Uh, the closed qualifiers, aka the semifinals, will be uh, that the last couple, last few days of June into the beginning of July, and then the regional finals with the money on the line. Uh, each of those will take place between the 16th and 21st of July. And if you wish to uh, learn more about it, the I'm going to put the link in the chat uh, for the Intel World Open website. Now, Steve, 
uh, while you were giving us this uh, amazing breakdown of what's going to be happening at the Intel Open, uh, one Efren hopped in the chat, and his words were, and I quote, I'm going to register and win this uh, poop. They have Ultra, right? Steve, do they have no, Ultra? They do not. You've got two games. You've got Street Fighter Five. You got Rocket League. That's it. You, you, you want to try some Ultra Street Fighter Four stuff? That ain't going to fly. Nope, not at the you Intel wanna, Open. You, you want to throw down in Mortal Kombat? This ain't the place for you. Not at the Intel Open. You, you think Soul Calibur Six is your game? It could be, but it's not. Your, this ain't the place for it. Not in the Intel Open. You, you, you think you're good at FIFA 21? Maybe, but this ain't the place for it. Not at the Intel Open. That's, How many more you got? I could, <laughs> I, I, I've got several, but we're not going to go there because this ain't the place for it. Not is at the Street Intel Fighter Open. 5, is Street Fighter 5 is Rocket League. That's all you need. Uh, That's all is, you got. Is Rocket League a uh, uh, team or is it uh, like a 1v1? Uh, that is a 3v3. Okay. Man, so. team, team, team Rocket League is actually super hype. So I'm glad that that's getting some recognition too. It's crazy how it's literally starting, like registration starts this Saturday. And I feel like they just announced this, what, like last week? So if yeah. you weren't ready, better cram it. And cram like you're studying for finals. Because it's coming. It's... So this coming week is the registration, so, and then what? First week. Of, let me take a look at the dates one more time. First week of June, right? Yeah, look yeah. at that. June first is when the first ones start. Um, should also note that there is, um, if you're signed to a team or uh, sponsored in some way, uh, just one little uh, quirk here because it is associated with the Olympics. Uh, there is no external sponsorship allowed. So mm -hmm. if you, if you, uh, if, uh, for example, Oil King represented, uh, he would represent Taiwan. He would not be representing Red Bull at the event. So interesting. Yeah, that is that is something that I think we're not too used to at this point. Is since we're competing at the Olympic level, you know, no more clan tags at the beginning of your name, right? Uh, no more sponsor tags at the beginning of the of your name. So, going to be interesting. Now, hold on a second, because I was asked a question by an external source, and I just have to make sure. All right, we're good. Anywho, what else do we need to discuss? We got about 10, 12 minutes left. Sharpie well, we, is back. Hooray. Okay, don't sound I, I, so excited, excited. now. <laughs> well, I mean, we got Sharpie back because we got to talk about... I mean, we don't got to talk about it, but I kind of want to. Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's talk about, about it, Steve. It. It's Taco Tuesday. Do we have the timer, Elon? Because this oh. may be kind of toasty. Okay. All right, I'm well. feeling kind of a blocker grab moment coming up. Well, we got 10 minutes, so here you go. Okay. What are we talking about? How would... That timer's timer not running. Yet? Is it? Time yep, broke. I'm going to stretch. 
I'm a broke. Hold. <laughs> Hold Understandable. It. Have a great day. Hold. I'm, I'm holding. There you go. Hey, okay. How do you feel? Ha have you ever faced a character so often that you just that it makes the game not fun anymore? Can I talk to you a little bit about Big Band and some of the problems that plague the Skullgirls community when this character comes out on the stream? We can because get into Because there the is something horrid about a character that has options regardless of how much meter, how much health, and how much luck that player has. There's something really disgusting about that as a concept, and I feel like the developers of Skullgirls were like, you know what, let's just go crazy. Big band. Why not? Would you... Grapplers. Wow, that was necessary. It was. Which, which, for the, for if those you, of you face... Hold on, Steve, sorry. For those of you listening, Treppy just said the F-bomb. Anyway, go on. The, I, it's going to be a beep, so they'll know what you They need know to know which one said. it was. Oh, dude. Um, they, can, they, can, they can fill it in with whatever horrible verb there that they would like, as long as they understand it was had negative connotation specifically towards anyone who specifically plays characters that mainly use grabbing moves in their archetype and their kit. As long as they oh, understand right. that, I'm happy. I have and I hope that that came through. <laughs> I really do. I don't apologize in any way, shape, or form for that statement either. I stand by it. Wow. Okay. So... Here's what happened this week. I, I was trying to set it up, set it up. Uh, there is a player in Pakistan uh, sponsored by Axibite, a, a team called Axibite, uh, Abdul Rahman, and you know he, he's had some success out there. Uh, he he ran into a little bit of a rough patch, a few tournaments in a row where. He had to face Lydia in the in the uh, last few st uh, stages of the event and did not find success. Uh, it re it reached a breaking point, not with the player, but with their sponsor Axibite, uh, who after tweeting out that their player finished a strong third place behind two Lydia players, um, announced that they were withdrawing from all future Tekken competitions that do not ban Lydia. And uh, it did not go so well for them. <laughs> um, they, 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 there was some clowning on Twitter, uh, which, you know, it, Twitter is its thing, but uh, some of that did get a little overboard, and some of it was imp uh, directed towards the player himself, which, as far as we know... Uh, the player was not involved in the in this announcement. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to say decision because that comes later. Uh, so they so they deleted the tweet uh, within the day and saying uh, that they were doing so because the abuse directed towards their player was unjustified. The next day, uh, they came out with another statement saying that. It was just sort of a, an inside joke that that kind of went awry. Then why'd you delete it, awry. cowards? Why'd you delete it? <laughs> so, so unfortunately, you got the engagement it, you wanted. Why'd you delete it? Oh, yep. 
Look, I, <laughs> can I just say one thing? Never in my life would I have thought that a scrub quotes moment would come from an actual esports organization. Yet here we are, 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Anything's possible. We're going to the moon. So, my 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 initial thought was, you know, if if Lydia is if if, if this had gained any sort of momentum in 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 any serious momentum in terms of getting a character banned. I can just imagine Leroy sitting there like, whew, glad we got in there under the gun. <laughs> like Indiana Jones sliding under the door, reaching back under the grab the hat. <laughs> there's, but, there's so much that goes into these conversations. I'm just surprised that the sponsor even knew enough about the game to comment intelligently on it. Sometimes sponsors don't be watching the games. Man. Also, can I say something too? Uh, I don't know if you guys mentioned this or not, but did you look at their timeline before that statement was made? It's it's so good. There was so much salt. Literally, it was like, oh, our player's doing so great. He's coming up to semifinals. Ah, he lost to Lydia again. And DC's got loser's bracket. Oh, he's playing another Lydia. Again. He lost. Like, literally, it was that salty all the way to the bottom. It was amazing to see. I cannot believe it. You know? Anyway, I'm sorry. For the prices of posting your thoughts on the internet, I suppose. Yep. And, and that sort of, you know, obviously, the scale of this is not anywhere close to the scale of some people who have gotten in trouble for tweeting out something um, mm -hmm. on their minds in their hearts. What I wish to, impl to implore people to think about when they use social media is part of communication is understanding your audience. The, you know, when you're telling a joke amongst friends your friends might be the entirety of that audience. How it plays there, uh, how their understanding of you as a person uh, colors the joke or the statement or anything is completely different from how that would be uh, how that would be perceived by the entire world. Because when you do post on social media, the entire world is your audience and they might not know the joke so obviously in this case we're talking about like an an inside joke we're, i'm going to give them the, the benefit of the doubt that was an inside joke uh between the sponsor and the player and it just kind of got out of hand mm. but it's a good example to think about before you hit that post button how is this going to look to someone who knows nothing about me because anytime you tweet, anytime you put out a video or a TikTok, that might be someone's first and only impression of you. So you got to make sure that that you're making a good one. Isn't it? Uh, and I know just, I, just think I, about that. Everybody who decides to DM me Potemkin TODs, just really think about what Steve said there. And just remember, that's going to be my first and only impression of you. 
before I block you permanently on all social media. Sorry, my microphone just Play Guilty Gear. Uh, well, isn't that like the big cardinal rule? It's like you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Uh, I think just at the end of the day, I feel like they're just trying to cover their butts. Can't say the other word. They're just trying to cover their butts because what kind of an inside joke is that? Huh? I make inside jokes all the time at your expense, Elon. I know. Like I said, you were funny earlier, you know? I know. But none of them See, here's were the difference. As, a, I, as I, an organization putting out an official statement with the background, with the, like, the organizational seal of approval saying some dumb crap. And then being like, ah, oh, it's an inside joke. Nah, I don't buy it. Have you it seen for a Wendy's second. Twitter feed before? That's different. It's not at all. That's, that's the same parody. mentality that a lot of that's the same mentality a lot of people, specifically on Twitter and social media, have is that if they interact, very snarky, very upset, they get a lot of engagement. Like that's what it's that's what it's trying to do is get people to comment, get people to react, get people to engage with that statement. And that's kind of what they were focusing on. But the reality is they didn't think about what type of engagement that tweet would bring about. That's where I think a lot of these sponsors and brands get confused. And a lot of people posting on social media get very confused. Like, I can say, you know, that grapplers are no skill, glue drinking, literal butt sniffing individuals. But if I were to post that on social media, I would be blown up, which is why I've never posted that on social media in my life. And I never will. What were we um, talking about again? You you do realize I have the power to post clips to Twitter, right? So you you just, you just put yourself out there like that. You, you if you anybody asks, I'm Sonic Fox. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's and that that's everybody is how you make a joke in thirty seconds or less. Have Sharpie write your tweets for you. Oh God, we're done. We're done. That's it. <laughs> well, it's 7.30. Well, it's 7.29, technically. Uh, 30 seconds. Mortal Kombat movie, yay or nay? Yes. Yes, I agree. Fun times. Yeah. Did you I watch like it? I haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it yet, so I don't know. Word. Uh, Go watch it. It's it's pretty fun. Look, it, it, ain't, it ain't no Titanic. We're not making what's the joke? They're not making Casablanca over there, but it's still a super fun movie. So everybody go watch it, go have some fun, freak out internally. Especially when if you're a fighting says, game player, there are a lot of fighting game tournament and competitive gaming tournament references in there that the average viewer will not understand. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. Look, just Scorpion saying "get over here" was like, Yee. you know what I'm saying? Uh, like just, I don't feel like he out. delivered it the way I wanted, but I like the vibe of it. You know? Yeah, he still said it though. That's all that's important. And the ice clone works properly in the movie. So that's all you need to know. Anywho, that has been best of five. This has been best of five. Not that. This. Uh, we are here every Tuesday. I have been Elon. There's my tweeter. This is. The I'm main... Sharpie. That's Sharpie. I thought we were doing the thing where we all sign off together. And you go, I'm Elon. I'm Sharpie. I'm Steve. And tonight. We're here with Best of Five. Follow us on all our platforms, blah, blah, blah. And then I go, and every real show has a sign-off phase. And then Steve goes, good night, Canada. And then it goes, boom, 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 boom. You know?